Hello, team, and welcome to Keeping Him Single. Want to thank you all for all the great notes, all the feedback I've been getting. It's been really awesome. All the people who finally are starting to get to listen to it, stick with it. I know they're a little long, but there are so many great nuggets within there within uh, each podcast. Travis and Angie, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for last week and our Groundhog Day uh, podcast. Got a Great feedback on that front as well. This week, this is uh, actually Travis and Angie were the last couple that I have seen uh, live to do this show because we're all under quarantine. So trying it on the phone this week with a very, very special guest, the princess herself, Nermeen and Sean. Uh, It's the first couple that's not married on the show. So it should offer for a new dynamic. Uh, they're they're fun. They you know Nermeen just uh, she brings out the sass in me. What can I tell you? And she's got the sass herself. And Sean's incredible. So very very happy to have them on board. We're doing the classic, the awesome. You've got mail. I've rewatched so many of these scenes, and it's the it's Upper West Side. What else can you want? This is the movie. Jump into it, Sean Nermeen. And please 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 please, send me your feedback. Give a star. Give five stars on uh, on 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 the uh, on the Apple iTunes. It takes two seconds. Just click and you're done. Okay. Thank you guys. Thank you. Keep listening, and uh, stay safe. Talk to you soon. Bye. You don't yeah, have to they, make people like, hate you during the podcast. Go. That'd be terrible. <laughs> but seriously though, the the question people all people are asking is whether um uh, which one of the brothers you like most is it Sharif is it Ramy is it Ahmed what, like all equal. No, but but if you had to pick one of them, we they, we we have to have it on the record so that the, everybody in the podcast world <laughs> All knows of them about are it. Equally great. But if there's if there's one that you want to have uh, a BBQ chicken sandwich with, like one on one, who would it be? You know, to be honest, out of all your family members, it would be your mom because her mom's great. Oh so. my god, let's move on because that is just. <laughs> <laughs> It, the mom Dunsamaha was not was not one of the uh she's obviously gonna be the winner, so she wasn't one of the choices. I said one of the <laughs> one of the brothers. Oh, I thought you said uh her mother, sorry. So, you know, brother, <laughs> I couldn't choose again. Going back to my original answer, can't choose, they're all great. All right, all right. I, I give my portion and split it in half so that everybody had a little something. Oh god, this is this is uh, this is driving me nuts right now. Um <laughs> so Sean, was this the first time that you watched uh You've Got Mail? Yeah. It, yeah, it actually was. Um I'd never seen it. It was a good movie. And I'm pretty sure you mean you're uh a pro at this movie. You've seen it a million times. We had such an issue trying to figure out what movie we're gonna see. I know. We did a lot of back and forth. You guys are very indecisive people. Is it that way during dinner every night? No indecisive you just don't like my movie choices um, can you tell the audience what, what were some of your movie choices that you wanted me to do uh, he's just not that into you a great movie that's a great hustlers. movie hustlers, hustlers yes another fantastic Halo. film what else royal royal tenenbaums royal tenenbaums is, is great but i just can't see her mean talking about royal tenenbaums i've never i've never seen exactly that that's my long. point <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't I don't see Nermeen saying oh Gene Hackman performance was amazing. I I loved Citizen both. Citizen Kane. I also suggested. That's oh, another Nermeen classic, Citizen Kane. <laughs> Should have done that as well. That yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, why don't we just do a, a, a revolutionized film? Why don't we do Apocalypse Now? That's right up her alley as well. <laughs> Another movie I haven't seen. I, I, I've no, never, no, no. What's wrong with just not that into you? That's I, nothing. It's a fantastic Bradley movie. Cooper, Scarlett Johansson. I know, I know. Kevin, Kevin Conley. Is that the yeah. little guy? Uh, yes. Oh, and Jennifer Conley's in it too. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. She's getting cheated on, I guess. Who is Batman? Ben Affleck. There we go. Oh, Affleck didn't want to get married in that movie. Oh, Affleck was was pretty great in that movie. There was just so there's so many different. I, I'm I'm, I'm really I'm really kidding around. Let's let's move on from goddamn freaking. <laughs> Justin <laughs> does Long not, was in that too. He was. He was the bartender. Can I just say, what happened to Justin Long? I I know he's supporting Bernie, and I'm a fan of that. But it's like. Where, where where is Justin he Long he now? did the Die Hard movie and it fell it fell through right after that. Was that it? Oh man, that, I, that was like his like once he did the Die Hard he like he hit his apex and there was nowhere to where do you go after Die Hard? <laughs> exactly. If if it's not you got mail then you really don't have anything else you're done. He was in a movie with Jonah Hill. That's crazy. That was one of Jonah Hill's first movies. I forgot about that. I think it was like undeclared or something or undecided was his do you remember that movie i i do remember the the, yeah. the where he, he he made his own college or some shit like that because he didn't yeah. get into college and then yeah and then yeah. yes yes i remember that yes anyway anyway let's stick with you got mail so we're going going into you got mail um do you guys remember what your first you're definitely too young for this nermeen maybe did you have an aol screen name yeah, I did. I mean, did you have one? I, I had one, but I remember I had to share it with my mom. Oh yeah, I had to share with so my I, mom too. My mom, I'm just kidding. Free name to talk to my friend. <laughs> but seriously. Do you remember what it was? I it it's my mom's current AOL email, which is Queen Maha. So you were queen mahang on the, but you you weren't doing dial up, right? You you were broadband by the time it was, you were doing it, right? It was like it had by the time then it turned into AIM. Oh, it turned into AIM. So you weren't even you didn't weren't even on the original AOL. No, no. All right, Sean, were you on the original AOL, Sean? Uh, I think I was. I had um, <laughs> I definitely had an email address uh back in the day through AOL, and then. Once AIM became a thing, I just took that email address and went over to AIM. But I remember I was on like the, I don't know if it was the original, but they had the kid friendly version. And my parents were like, absolutely not. You're not going on like, the legit one. So I had like the, it was supervised. Any of all of your emails were like sent to your parents. But it was <laughs> the old school AOL with the email and the yeah. AIM on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what your uh, screen name was, or was it inappropriate and we shouldn't discuss? No, it, it oh. was like STL twenty fifty. Oh man, that's hot, man. <laughs> did you have a screen name? I did. Mine, mine was just pretty, pretty much as corny. It was NYR Mo, which is New York Rangers Mo. <laughs> and. Uh, I see you yeah, I've 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 evolved so much. I'm fucking still eleven year old, twelve year old kid. Um, I my original one was N Y R M O, 
and then my mom canceled AOL because I did bad on a Regents or some shit. And then so when I went back to get that screen name, original screen name back, somebody else took it. And that's why I'm <laughs> and then I did N Y R M O E and that's why I just changed the spelling of my name to M O E because of AOL, they had or they took away my my regular Mo, so that's why I became Mo M O E is all because of my AOL screen name. So that's a little known known fact for a lot of not not a lot of people knew wow. that about me. I know it's deep. Nice. I know. Exclusive. Well, take. I know AOL changed my life forever. Who knows what kind of Mo would I have been with just M O? Just I would have lacked a little character. Not, not the same. <laughs> could have said that's not my mo <laughs> oh god <That's>... yeah <laughs> come on <laughs> all right let's get into the movie i i i have to say i know i mentioned this in the beginning of the show uh the at opening scene when the op- when the upper west side is opening up and they're like pulling up the gates and that cranberry song is playing uh, that that was that was right right around PS eighty seven, right? I mean that whole area where yeah. the movie theater was and all that stuff. It just for years and years, I would just go around that area. And every I'm when I was rewatching last night, I think I I rewound that that particular scene five times because it just gets me so psyched about the Upper West Side. It gets me so psyched about the movie. I don't know. I don't know if you felt the same thing or. You, you, were you no, just as I, hyped? No, I was just as hyped, and it's fun to see stores that you see every single day um, in the movie. It makes it seem more real, more realistic, so that's what excited me the most about it. It's like some of those stores are still there, some of them aren't, but it just felt very real. I mean, Sean, do you get just as excited as being someone from Jersey and not a real place in America? <laughs> To uh, see something, go. something like the Upper here West Side flourishing, uh, you know. So as a kid, I used to go to New York City a lot. Like my mom is born and raised in New York City. She uh, lived in the Bronx, Queens, and then she went to uh, Rockland County after. Um, but my mom's family is all from like my grandma was born in, in uh, I think Manhattan, but then moved to the Bronx. Like uh, so, I. I just have a long history of New York and uh, you know, for me just seeing that it's, it, it makes me sad because of how things have changed and how much fun that must've been to experience. So that to me was kind of like, it made me really happy, but it got me really sad and just where New York's going and where it's become. I, I, I mean, I don't a hundred percent feel that way, but uh, I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those places are still there. I mean, <laughs> I don't. Mean was showing me. No, some of the stores are not there. Like, are you talking about the Starbucks? The Starbucks is still there. Starbucks is still there. I think the Eye Store is still there, but some of those other places. Are I know not the there the nut, the nut store is not there anymore. That can't. The nut does... store is gone. <sighs> that nut store. It's a great store. <laughs> The movie theater is still there. It just looks a the, little different. The movie now. theater is still there. Yeah, like all of the iconic places are still not are still there. That that Tomcat Bakery, um, where they were dropping off the bread, I don't think is still there. 
Oh, where, it's gone. Where, 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 and then where? there was like another scene with H and H bagels. Obviously, that's not there. Anymore. I know, I know, I know. That one's that one's the one that killed. Have you ever had an H and H bagel from the Upper West Side, John? No, I have not. It's truly a delight. I used to go to the gym right up the block from there, and it was very hard to concentrate because I'm a fat kid and I would smell bagels <laughs> downstairs. So, <laughs> um, can I get? Can I give a hot take real quick? A hot take on on bagels and NYSC, of course. Jersey has better bagels. Okay, let's move on. So that scene More was really Jersey. great, right, guys? It was really, it was a great, it was a great, great fucking scene. <laughs> Did you guys know that the uh, the this movie was about the Barnes and Nobles that opened up on the Upper West Side and was it the crime store? I think it was like the crime shop. It was that was the little shop around the corner that they they were comparing to. Did you guys any hear, hear of the any of the internet rumors about the movie or now? I knew I knew that the Fox Books was supposed to be the Barnes and Nobles that is on the corner there right now. On eighty six. But I didn't know on eighty like eighty six that's still there. Yeah. But I didn't know what the shop around the corner was, and I thought it was an actual like. I remember there being a shop, but I know it wasn't a bookstore. No, no, where where the shop around the corner is. The real one. Yeah, no, where it, the real yeah. one I don't think was a bookstore was a bookstore. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think it was a crime shop, a crime bookstore on Broadway that I that was kind of cool. They like. Not that I like guns at all, but like they would have like they would with every purchase of a book they would give you um this bookmark that was a bookmark of a gun. Oh, which is kinda of corny me saying it out loud, but it was kinda of cool as a twelve year old, thirteen year old kid. I don't know why, but who cares? Alright. Anyway. <laughs> Just a little history <laughs> lesson about the Upper West Side. Obviously you guys are not interested in shit, so it's no problem. Don't worry about it. It's fine. No big deal. <laughs> Uh, I just didn't know that. Huh? I didn't know that. Well, now, now you know. Now you you guys are yeah. inspired. Um, I I loved uh, Parky Parker Posey and Greg Kinnear as their significant others. What did you guys think of those two? They, I think they were both freaking perfect in the roles of boyfriend and girlfriend uh, to uh, Meg Ryan and and Tom Hanks. Yeah, no, I um, I liked both castings. Um, I was wondering who the what was the man's name. I was wondering who he was because he's been in everything in the nineties. <laughs> that's that's Greg Kinnear. He actually he was one of the original. Do you know what Talk Soup is on E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he was one of the original Talk Soup people, and he used to have his own show on NBC called Later. Where where Carson Daly is, I guess now I'm not even sure what the late night lineup is anymore. He had a late night show as well, and then he then he was in a whole bunch of uh, uh, '90s movies, and I actually have I don't remember anything he's done recently. And he may he may have won something for as good as it gets. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. No, that I thought I know him from as good as it gets, and I thought that's what he won something for. Like best supporting. He might he might have. He might have. But he's 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 actually but from I, the late night world. That's where he came from. Oh. 
But I loved him as Meg Ryan's um, boyfriend. He was perfect. So full of himself, so annoying, like not a fit for her. <laughs> he was. He was super freaking annoying. He was, no, but the thing is, I think he was a fit for her, but it just, he's just as neurotic as she is, but about different things, right? kind of but i feel like she's i feel like he was so into himself in his career and he was just looking for someone that was like always reading his work and like praising him and meg ryan was not that person for him wait isn't he plays such a great go ahead john sorry no no go Uh, he plays such a great jerk character like he's done it in multiple films he was great in mystery man as a jerk or mystery man as a jerk and in this movie it's like you you want to like kind of love him, but you also hate him at the same time. I don't time. think he comes off as a jerk. He's actually very loving to her, don't you think? I don't think he's a jerk. He just wanted her to. He wanted to have that tension in the relationship. It was about him, not her. Fair enough. And that's why he went on, when he went on that talk show and he was like openly <laughs> flirting in front of her with another woman. No, was no, so she awkward. was. I think she was flirting with him, and he didn't know what to do about it. No. And he went on this show to like to help out his girl. It wasn't all about him. You got wow! I didn't think you you guys would get a negative reaction out of Greg Kinnear. I thought he was actually like put up with a lot of her crazy shit. No, in the in the dinner seat or when they uh, when she first figures out who um, Tom Hanks is. Yeah, um, he stands up for her. uh, not really, because he takes a caviar, he goes up, and then Tom Hanks' girlfriend goes, oh my god, you're this, and he suddenly forgets everything he's doing and starts talking about himself. Oh, uh, I guess, but you know what? I kind of understand that. I, could, I think I would have done the same thing with a significant other if I was in the same situation. That says a lot about me, though. <laughs> if if I was like, if someone was saying something bad about my girl, and then they'd be like, oh, we heard your podcast, I would have been like, oh, did you? But what did you think? <laughs> um, no, and then also but, the but I mean, other than that, he's like, he really is kind of sticking up for her the entire movie, listening to what she's saying, whatever. He, he just has his little moment. Yeah. No, I have to give him credit. He wrote the story for her and got her all that publicity. Exactly. And then people like, were protesting. He did, it, he did her a solid, but still, it was still always about him. But it was kind of about her too. In it was all, it was all about her. <laughs> no, I, it was like it was a weird narcissistic mix. Like she was really into herself too, because she was kind of having an affair. Like, yeah, oh no, we're like, gonna no, like, we're, we're we're gonna get to that. Wait, wait, let's hold off on that. that that's in my notes. No, no, we're de- we're definitely gonna get into that. So um, yeah, let's hold off on that. All right. All so right, we, and I just want to talk about Parker Posey the uh, the. The Tom Hanks um, girlfriend in the movie, it's, I, I think she's a- absolutely spectacular. We talk about narcissistic and self-involved and and usually people who are that, that way are not self-aware of how obnoxious and annoying and self-involved they are. She is just unapologetic about it. I absolutely love her the, in this movie. The scene, the scene in the um, elevator... When he's trying to call the guy to come help them when they're stuck, yeah. and she yells over him. Yeah. <laughs> You've got two freaking minutes or whatever she yelled, and yeah. She's just so unapologetic about it. I I just, I just, I, I absolutely love and hate her in this movie, and I thought 
But I, I I just don't see how they would ever have gone together. It just doesn't seem like that would be. That's such a stretch from her to the Meg Ryan character. But I don't know. What do you What do you think? Would you Would you date anybody like that, Sean? <laughs> you know, someone who's kind of a princess and opinionated and just like you know wants things her way. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I would, love would, people with opinions. I prefer people have opinions. So I, you know. <laughs> oh, so you love the Parker Posey character? <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> As I get a, a a mean look. Yeah, right why now. are you sweating, Sean? <laughs> yeah, why are you, why are you sweating, Sean? What's what's the sweating about? Uh, you know, to be honest, all of the characters. I don't like. I was thinking about this. I don't know if I'd be friends with any of them, really. That's like not. Them, that's not true. That's not true. No, I, I bet you I can I, name a bunch of characters. I bet you I can name a character I wanted to get into uh, right after that. The Dave Chappelle character you wouldn't be friends with? I mean, I don't even know. He kind of like, they were really about like money and just business. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to get jumped too far in the podcast, but like, I really liked his character, but none of them really had like super redeeming qualities. You know what? I changed that. The one person I'd be friends with is, um, oh, what's the dog's name? Oh, Brinkley. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'd like Brinkley. Brinkley was a great dog. You could tell off the bat. No, I, was I like, would be Ooh. friends with a lot of people on that show. Me too. I mean, on that, in that movie. I want to be, know. I would be friends with, I, I, how could you not be friends with Tom Hanks? He got a boat. <laughs> he, he's, he's kind of a, a, a jerk. No, like, he's not. He's not a jerk at all. He's actually pretty nice throughout the whole movie. He's just like trying to grow his business. <laughs> I don't know that like it, it like he he literally destroyed Meg Ryan's business and that's like hey hey coming in your apartment no but honestly that would have happened anyway exactly he exactly he was like this happened to you anyway don't don't like yo don't let me defend big business don't 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 make me into that I mean just it's, saying, does it make it right I don't know I don't know I'm it's just, just saying, that like, it, it was a, the bookstore was about to take over and. I, I all right. I don't want to get too ahead, but I, I I think the the most fucked up thing he did is that when he found out, he still kept leading her on, kind of like, oh, well, it looks like he didn't too. show up, or he didn't know. Oh, it looks like he's not here. It's like you know, but I'm here. Like like oh, that's kind of fucked up because he's playing with her feelings at that point. It was okay. I'm glad but, that both of you thought that was weird because I thought it was really weird. Yeah, and then in the in the end when wait wait wait, wait. Like, no 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 end this is hold this hold but but hold it no, but it was it was a rough few weeks for meg because she got stood up her business got yeah. snatched from her <laughs> i all that's like, why i'm kind of like it feels like uh are you okay like do you need help like you know what i take that i like meg ryan all right well why don't why don't why don't we stick to well if we're saying we're really getting into the moral compass of these characters it's something that you brought you brought up um are are these two guys cheating? Like they're on they're on kicking it on AOL. Just it seems like they want to get on the computer more than they want to like kick it with their significant others. It kind of feels like cheating. Thoughts? I think that's the, I think that's the infancy of like kind of like having a cyber affair via email. Yeah, but what what what's that line? What's the line that's crossed? I think I think when they when they meet in person, 
But they didn't mean it. But they didn't mean in person, though. But they were trying to meet. But everything else before that was okay. Would you be okay if Sean had a an email correspondence and somebody? Like I like uh, I I like the smell of fresh new grass or whatever she says. N Y five five one two. I like I like that we start a conversation like I like when we start a conversation like we've already been in a conversation or some shit like that. Whatever she says, would you be okay if Sean did that with somebody? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean, would you would you be okay with it? No, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> I would. You know, what? I would more just kind of, especially if it was now, I'd kind of be like just confused like i'd be like what <laughs> what like why are you writing like it would just seem kind of odd and i'd also be confused why you were using aol <laughs> out of anything all right all right all right all right i think the emails no like if you look at it modern day i think these this like chat room email thing is the same as like dm yeah like yeah. sliding into someone's dm i don't i don't i don't think it, i don't think it's the same I don't think it's the same. You want, you want me to tell you why I don't think it's the same? Because you see the person? No, it's not the same. It's not the same because of the immediacy of the of the um of the correspondence. B- back in the day, you used to have to wait to get home to get that email. Now that we have it, now that we have it, like it's handheld, and like we are we're able to like get the messages quickly on a via DM or whatever, whatever. Um. Would it have been as special? Would they have fell in love if if it was like the immediate gratification was like handheld? If they even had text message, right? Would it would it have been a different relationship? I think I think it's more of like you can go about your whole day, and then until you come home, that's when you can see if they actually responded. Exactly. But Don't you think you fall in love with somebody more? That that but way. Someone can keep you waiting for as long until they respond. Yeah, that's all. That's the whole part of the attraction of the whole thing. I mean, I bet you people back in back in the day were like, "Oh, I used to write letters and and send them in the mail and then get the letter." I used to do that in college with my high school sweetheart back in the day. And we used to do the letters, and I couldn't wait to get the letter back and send them. Blah blah blah. It just I. There is something more special about the hard hard mail, and then there was something special about emails that you had to wait home, where you had to dial in. You didn't even have a broadband. That shit took a minute. Back, beep beep beep, anticipation. <laughs> and now that shit is that, that shit that is scene. done. That's gone. I was laughing at the scene in the movie when the broadband came, came up because I remember being young, sitting on my mom's computer waiting for it to like load up and go. <laughs> like that noise exactly yeah, yes if somebody like, called it would have cut you off <laughs> i would be so mad my mom's friend would call and be like what i'm just oh my god i was trying to download jenny mccarthy porn and it was just like getting stuck it's like horrible <laughs> terrible ah rough life rough rough lives we lead so i don't know <laughs> Um, I, I, do you, do you think the relationship, I just, I think the relationship would have been different if, if, 
if it was just a DM thing, I think they would have talked a couple more times. It was just more intense because they had to wait for it. Well, I think it would have been a if it was a DM thing. It it also adds a level of kind of creepiness on Tom Hanks' part, or even Meg Ryan's if she messaged him. Like if someone was just like it takes an initial like response because they met in a a group. I think it was like a forum because it was it was, it was an over over yeah. it was over thirty room that they both did as a yeah. joke as a joke. But they met that way, and it was kind of like a consensual mutual meeting up versus someone just being like, hey, I'm just going to – like, it, it puts the onus on that person also, like, who's actually doing it. Like, that person's more, like, responsible for doing wrong than the other because they're, like – you know what I mean? Versus two people – Wait, what? what's the, what's being more creepy, the DMs or the meeting in the chat room? The DM. Like meeting, like mutually meeting someone. I think, no, I I, I agree with you. I I, th- I think the whole I think it sounds stupid, but it seems kind of innocent how they met, right? So well, maybe maybe I mean. maybe they weren't really cheating. Kind of, they were just being curious about new technology. I don't think that's why I feel like it wasn't cheating until they started emailing each other, yeah. and then once it got to the point where they were like no let's meet and there was a rose in the book that's when it started to cross the line but i think that they were just lonely and they just were curious about what they had and what was going on but not to they weren't actively trying to meet someone when is it okay oh man i don't even know how that it just it that 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 whole situation made me think of like when i was ending relationships and maybe starting new ones like when is it okay to start dating somebody? Like, do you actually have to end it? Isn't it kind of like looking for a new apartment? You actually want to check out the apartment before you move into that apartment and put down the lease and all that, right? They were kind of doing that, right? Yeah, you you should end it. So, You should end the lease before you check out the new apartment? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that. I mean, I don't know. the beginning scene, you can kind of see that they were unhappy, though. At least Tom Hanks was. Well, I I have to say I don't think any any of the characters really had sexual chemistry with anybody else. Like I didn't. There was none between um, Catherine Kelly and her boyfriend, and and um, Joe Fox and his girlfriend. Like there was I, there was no there was there was nothing sexual between all of them. But I don't I don't. I think Tom Hanks and and Meg Ryan are absolutely adorable on screen together. I I don't like really get a sexual vibe from them at all, right? It's just like there's no real real passion. Am I missing something? I don't I, I think it's also what was I feel like the movie was rated what? PG or PG-13, something like that. Like they're not going to put that in a like this is a No, I don't want like a full movie. out like porn scene in the middle of it, but like I don't know. No, but I'm saying generally, like, it's more on, like, like if it's a family-friendly movie, especially in the 90s, that's going to be more tailored to, like, uh, like a first... I, I almost want to say, like, the Disney effect, where it's, like, you know, the first kiss is, like, oh, my God, like, and they lived happily ever after. You know what I mean? Like, the, it's not built around okay. that. Okay, I'll take that. I think that's actually yeah, really. I, I think that's a really good answer, actually. I'm I'm biased because I think the ending scene was very adorable. 
it is adorable. they're adorable yes they're adorable there are a bunch of scenes where they're very they're adorable i so i i take that adorableness as um some form of chemistry do you i, I think there was chemistry but it like it got you want to know why also i couldn't like fully appreciate the ending scene because he did he was like Tom Hanks's character, like he lied, and like. Oh, wait, wait. Let's save that. Like... Let's save that for the end. Let's save that for the end. Let's save that. Right, right, let's right. save that for the end. Let's save that. For the, end. Uh, the, the I, I should I should have asked this before, but when he brings the kids to, um, when he does that whole day with the kids, and they're like they do a whole day in the city, which made me miss like walking around the full city so much. And then you see the kids doing the apple bobbing. Can you imagine anybody fucking apple bobbing right now? Christ. Um, <sighs> Uh, oh, that's never happening again. No, it's not. not in a million. Million. No. Um, Apple bombing is gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a lost Probably art. <laughs> um, when they go into the bookstore and he meets her and, and he lies, and not he lies, he like tries to shut up the kid with the FOX, that whole scene. Do you think he's actually feeling her at that point and that's why he's lying or he's lying just to like save face on that? Because I think he's actually feeling her at that point. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, he doesn't want to mess up his game, and that's why he doesn't want to tell her it's his joke off. I, Even more... I think, I, think, I think he found her attractive, but I think he was embarrassed. I agree with that, too, actually. I changed my answer. I'm going with that. No, I'm, I'm being shocking. I, you know, shocking. Actually, is that is that no. is that is did she did she does she snap when she tells you you have to change your answer or did you just <laughs> or did you just go with it right away? You know what? <laughs> yes, I don't I don't know. Do you know what is the, your answer? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm gonna turn off this mic. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna, yeah. All right, Jersey. Going back to Jersey. All right, yeah. Jersey. Calm down. <laughs> no, you know what? It is? I honestly. I do agree with Nermeen because I think he was embarrassed. I think he found her attractive and I think he was embarrassed that he ended up in her store and that he was ready to buy that and kind of ruin her business. I think, you know, I also do think he was spying on her. They were doing like dirty ploys. Oh no, like, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he was spying on her. They were just walking on the Upper West Side and then the kids saw the story, the story lady, the story time lady or whatever. And they went into the store. I think that's bullshit if you think he was spying on her. I think he's a fucking he's like think. a it's like Costco going into my local food town over here and like saying we're going to spy and see how much your pancake no, batter is here. Because do you remember when they put the sign just around the corner like they were Well, the store like, is just around the corner. Don't let me quote Tom Hanks in the movie. No, I'm quoting that movie because like Clearly, they could have said like, "Hey, you know what I mean?" Like they could have used different language. I don't. I don't think he was spying. I legit think that they were just walking around the Upper West <laughs> yes. Side and they walked with kids. And I think he got embarrassed because he was like, "Oh crap! Like this place is going out of business because of my family." But let me just buy these books while I'm here. It's awkward. He's embarrassed. You want to know why he was spying? Because remember when he asked for the price of the book, and he said, "I'll be back." He was trying to gauge what their prices were. No, th this is where you're absolutely wrong. You obviously did not pay attention to the movie. The <laughs> book, the book, can I, let me finish what I'm saying. The book he was asking about was a used book. It was something that was out of print, 
which a bookstore like Barnes and Noble will not have on site over there. It was a very unique um, item he was asking about. So there wasn't there wasn't any kind of reconnaissance going on at that point. Why didn't he buy it then? I don't know why he didn't buy it. Why didn't you ask Joe Fox why he didn't buy it? He wasn't interested. (laughs) I'm sorry. He said he'll be back, and he said it in a maniacal kind of way. No, I think when he said he'll be back is because he realized someone was about to snitch him out, so he dropped the book, and he was like one of those kids. I, I no. He I just, don't think he was spying. I really. I don't. I don't think, think he was spying either. Just, I don't think the original intent was to go spy, but once he went in, he's like, "Well, I'm here." So. He had he had the lowdown on the bookstore even before he went into the bookstore. He knew how much they made, and whatever. I, like he, he and would, I think also, and I think also what made him embarrassed is that he saw the charm of the bookstore too. That okay, I'll take that as an answer. Yes, but I think he was actually feeling her too. It's like, oh, she's kind of fine. Mm, okay, I kind of want to push up. F-O-X. F-O-X, how charming. Ridiculous. And then when he was caught at the um, the dinner party, the, when, he, when it finally came out, he, was just, he just owned it, and it was absolutely fine. He just, and, and that's when he wasn't, he didn't feel like he could push up anymore. I don't. I don't think it was embarrassment whatsoever. Can we? Can I ask like a question about like? Did you find him charming in any of those scenes? Like I keep yes. remembering the grocery. I did. Okay, you did find. Him. I did. All right. I did. Uh, the grocery store scene. I was like, that would never happen. That would never happen. No, that was actually an annoying scene. But like. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> It didn't really add a lot to the plot either. Like, oh, he's a good guy. Was that? No, that was just that was just an ad for Visa, and and (laughs) that was an ad for Visa, and they needed, which is something that Nermeen should have taken a notice for. They needed to have Zabars in that movie to really show the character of the Upper West Side. It is a staple. They were shopping there during Thanksgiving, during the holidays. It showed the attitude of the New Yorkers that were online with them. I in it that that was just establishing your um, scenery of New York and the Upper West Side. That's why that scene needed to be there. And and there was a little there was a little playful banter. He was like willing to pay for it. He's like, "Do you need cash? You don't think he wouldn't give her the cash if she would have said yes?" No, it's it's. It, I think I, I'm sta- showed, I'm so it's so funny I that think, that that question caught you off guard. I'm sorry. I think when they showed the Zabar scene and the Starbucks scene, I think it was just really building the character mm-hmm. of a New Yorker in an Upper West Side. Yep, I agree. Routine. Fair enough. Like that is the routine. You go to Zabar's, you get your stuff from the market. Um, it's super crowded. It's just like the day-to-day routine. Zabar's is still open to this day, or did it close as well? No, Zabar's is still open, and that's where we get a lot of our picnic stuff. Shame on you. I did not know that. Shame on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> did Max buy his blanket there? I, I No, I, I'm sure he got it from somewhere else, but Max gets all his good stuff from Zabar's. Yes, all his kitchenware is all his. I wish Max was on here for just this portion of the uh, of the podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> to talk about to talk about Zabar's. He is he is a Zabar's maven. Zabar's maven. Is it is it pricey or is it? It's it's a little it's a little pricey, but you're you're paying for the quality and you're paying for the service. Like when you're going when you're going to get your cheese, the people behind that uh, that cheese counter know exactly um, what they're talking about. Same thing with the deli; they know exactly how to cut whatever you need and what you're looking for and give you suggestions. It's it's the true epitome. I'm sorry, this is New York nostalgia coming out um, of what a full service supermarket or market food market should be and and that's the true virtue of like a family-owned business so and it's on the upper west side so i can't i can't talk it up anymore all the stuff is fresh all of it's great yeah the it's what it it was in the movie is what it looks like right it looks like today for sure yep so yeah you should uh go check it out i'm sean i don't know what to talk yeah, no. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> and, and and another part that really establishes the Upper West Side is the, is the party scene when he gets busted. And I love this part makes me really think of Raimi. Um, when he's scooping the caviar, that's the garnish and like putting it on his plate. <laughs> that's a Raimi. Can't you see Raimi doing something like that and be like, what, man? That's what it's there for. <laughs> No, I think Raimi has done that countless times. I mean, I, I know, no, not, not that Raimi's eating like caviar, but like if it was like, like, like shrimp garnishes or something, just like you'll scoop up the shrimp. They're like, oh, they got more in the back. Don't you worry, man. Like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Oh well, nah, so. And then uh, Cafe Lalo is another one of the Upper West Side. Is that have you have you guys had a date at Cafe Cafe Lalo yet? I think we went in there. We did go in yeah, there. Yeah, it was way too packed was, and crowded. It's always packed, um, but I love Cafe Lalo. I, I, I of course you're you're a princess of the Upper West Side. How can you not like <laughs> Cafe Lalo? I mean, have you had have you had any other dates at Cafe Lalo? No, I have not. Are you just saying that? Have any young gentlemen from the yeah, Upper West Side? So weird. <laughs> like, what? Oh, you've never thought about that, Sean. But let me tell you, <laughs> our young princes over here may have gone to Lalo and had some hot chocolate milk with someone else. No. <laughs> oh yeah, I love starting trouble. <laughs> Is that like a story? Did someone throw up? Or something? No, nothing. Oh, I'm just trying to. I'm just story. trying to start trouble. I'm sorry. Wow, we joined the podcast. We're trying to be good guests. You guys are great guests. It would have been even better if she had something about you know a cafe lala story, but I guess she doesn't. I think you have a cafe lava. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. I have. I have taken some dates there, but um, yeah. I'm gonna stop mentioning names because they because it, it, it's I've I've been getting shit about it, so I'm gonna stop. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> um. Let's move. Let's move towards the end of the movie. That that breakup scene that uh, Meg Ryan has with uh, the Greg Greg Kinnear uh, character. That is one of the smoothest breakup scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. Do you guys remember that one? When I thought the same thing. 
Literally, I thought the I, same it, exact it, it, it was just so painless. What? I, let me let me not dominate. What did what did what did you think, Sean, when you were watching it? Uh, it was funny because you want to know what made me laugh? What? I wasn't sure if it was that night that he literally got his stuff from the taxi and just put it in and was like, yep, I'm good. All right, new chapter. And I also was like, how much stuff did you leave in her apartment? Like, that was a lot of things. Uh, well, you leave a there lot was... of stuff when, you in, when you're together with someone. I, I it guess, just, it just starts some... building up. Like, people... I don't know. I gave this girl a candle. This freaking girl saved it and threw it in with a whole bunch of shit that she left with my doorman. So, I mean, it piles up. <laughs> it was a nice candle. It was a, it was a, it was a penguin. Penguin oh, candle. Cool. You don't care. It's Sorry fine. that you lost it. No, no, I got it back. I got it back. It's oh, in, I'm it's happy a, to hear you got it back. No. <laughs> But she already had started using it, so why are you giving it back to me? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. No, no, but really, is that is that not the smoothest breakup ever? There, he's re- he's literally admitting about thinking about other people, and she's like excited for him. I've never seen anything like that before well i just i think they both didn't really like each other like because they both were like do you love me and he's like no and he's like do you love me he's like no and they're like laughing and smiling and it i guess it's relief but i also was thinking even if you weren't super into that person i feel like that would still kind of be painful of course yes that's 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 the point i'm trying to make there's no there's no way anything is that smooth never in life I, I don't know. And then he's like, oh, well, are you thinking of anyone? And he's like kind of hyped for her. He's like, I'd, I'd love to hear that you're doing as well. And she's like, no, I need to find that. <sighs> I guess I think that was also just to kind of make it justify not only like, well, obviously to have like the new relationship form, but also to justify like the emails and her attempting to go on that date. Oh, so oh, so it's really to please the audience and not make anybody think anything about it, like that—the whole I cheating thing. Yeah, exactly. I guess, like, like, oh, I, but I, I guess I, I, I get, but I at the same time, I think the audience didn't think anything too seriously of either one of the relationships. But whatever. Yeah, no, no one's like going on strike for. <laughs> <laughs> I want that couple, that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't even they didn't even show the uh the Tom Hanks breakup. It was just Oh yeah, she just vanished. She was just gone. <laughs> and and you know what? The uh the dad's girlfriend too. He he just bounced on her as well. And they all went on the boat together. I th- I actually thought that was I wish I could do something like that with my dad. And not that I want that actually that's awkward to say it that way, but it's it's not like I have a stepmom who's trying to sleep with me. Boy, talk about creepiness is that stepmom pushing up on Tom Hanks the entire time. To be fair, though, the, it, Tom Hanks' father and grandfather were both also kind of creepy, too. Like, they were dating way, way younger than, like, it, it was a weird yeah, family dynamic. But she was trying to make out with him in front of the dad and the kid, like... Have some oh, discretion. Have some discretion. At least, like, at least Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan were doing it over online. Like, come on. 
least, at least send them an I, I, I am or email saying, uh, I want to make out with you in front of my kid, but I can't because that's my kid. Like, right? Something, right? Well, also his brother and uh, aunt. No, sorry, just brother, just brother. Sorry, brother. His brother and aunt's what? Oh, right. Oh, you mean... Yeah. The two kids. The kids. Like, yes. His it's brother. It's not only like his, like just the kid, it's also... that's They're a modern probably. American family, as Tom, as Tom Hanks said. <laughs> I thought it was cute. Uh, that's, right. That yeah. was definitely... It's a very modern, wealthy family problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very much so. Uh, Nermeen, did you get any nostalgia when uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks were having lunch at Ocean uh, at the Ocean Grill? Of, of course, I did. Of uh, course, I was man, a host I, there I, for I forgot three about years. I forgot about that scene, and I, I watched it, and I was like, "Oh my God, Nermeen, yes, <laughs> Ocean when Grill." I, when I work there, when I work there, every tourist that came to to eat there. Would be like, oh, can we have the table outside where Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan sat? And I'm like, sure, yeah, it's right over there. Just like <laughs> pointing at any random table. Like, I don't remember which one exactly, <laughs> but sure. Wow, talk about honesty. Uh, way to go, Nermeen. <laughs> Sean, can you trust can you trust the person who's giving any table to anybody for Ocean Grill? And then they don't say they don't do anything at Cafe Lalo just a couple blocks away? Think about it. There, me and I need to see your AOL account right now. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Um, mean, did you have any first dates at, at Ocean Grill? What's that? Did you have any first dates at Ocean Grill? No, I did not. God, I'm trying to get you in trouble so bad. It's not working at Stirring all. Stirring the pot over here. Woo. <laughs> you've got mail and you've got drama. <laughs> well, it is the Upper West Side. I'm just trying to whatever. But I, did, I honestly, I did get pumped, and I wanted to to bring that up to see if that that brought up any memories. I don't even know if you remembered if it was in there when you rewatched it before that. Of course, I of course that movie like working at Ocean Grill, I was reminded of that movie every. Time I, I had I had no idea. I never went into that restaurant while you were in there. I wish I did. I always told you I would go. I I try to make a happy hour. I never made it in there. It was honestly it. It breaks my heart that it's not there anymore. I agree. I agree. I agree. It makes me really sad. Um, it, the building just, like, got bought out for um, rent. Like, they're basically upgrading the building uh, that it's in. It's, like, in this historic landmark on sad. the corner. So they had to, like, all the restaurants on that, that block is gone. Wow. Yeah. yeah. There was actually a really... Really great club. I I went I went with your brother all the time, uh, Rayman. What what was it called? It was called Evelyn's Lounge. Lounge. It was downstairs, and we both had fake IDs, and we go there. Rayman, I'm blowing up your spot again. And then uh, Rayman would go there, and he'd have all the caviar, and it was a garnish. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah so yeah I th- I thought that would uh, really hit home. All right, so let's let's wrap this up and and talk about the last couple of scenes where he's like string stringing this poor poor girl along. He goes he goes to the house while she's sick. She loses her freaking business. Comes over with flowers and he's like he's going full force. I think he's kind of showing his cards a little bit. 
but he's being deceptive because he's kind of hating on the dude that who is talking to her online, and and that part I found a little a little creepy, but. I guess it did the job at the end. I know we talked about it a little bit. I feel like Sean, you have a whole bunch of feelings about this. What do you like? What oh, do you I, think? I can go on a diatribe right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was he kind of took advantage of her. There was near the ending, like the last ten minutes, took a weird turn. Um, specific. There's like three scenes that made me kind of cringe. The first was when he went into her apartment. Yeah, um, I, I, there, there was, yeah. Go ahead. I, I, I want to talk about that. Go ahead. When she was sick. So he went in and he like, they're talking and he puts her hand on her mouth. He's like, shh, like that, and I was yeah. like, ooh, you don't like know her at all. Like this is kind of weird. You guys aren't like friends. Um, so that was the first. Like, and I thought he had admitted that at that point that he was person like i didn't hear but, it but wait wait let's let's go back to that scene because i mean i can get it i might get into trouble talking about it but at the same time when he was like when he did put his hand over her mouth it was almost like he was coming out as that person on the aol account knowing well, that thought- she would say something that she regretted and it was almost him not being able to control himself and and it was their intimacy he, he like fell out of character of of making believe not making believe but like showing that he was he was NY one one five two at that point and they shared that intimacy and he felt that, that that's why he was entitled. Not that anyone's entitled to like whatever, but I'm saying he that I, I that, that that's that's why there was that intimacy and he knew she would regret what she was gonna say and then and that and then that was the most I think that was one of the most passionate scenes between both of them in the entire movie. The way they looked at each other after he did that. I wasn't sure. Like, I didn't hear him, what he said after that. And I should have, re- like, winded it. But, um... Ah, see, that, that makes a huge difference, actually. Do you remember what he said to me or no? I don't remember. I He, he kind of, like, sounded muffled. And I, I thought he... I thought he had admitted he was the person... And I was like, okay, but then when the next scene happened, I was like, oh, all right, I guess he didn't admit it. He he quoted the like a line I thought he did. He quoted something from her exactly. That's what he did. He said, okay, thought, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what he did. That's what I'm saying. He like he transferred into I, that person he was on the emails. That that that's why I I they have they had that intimacy in that scene where he said, I know you're gonna regret what you're about to say. Cause she does. She every time she says something to him, she like she closes her mouth. Do you do you, re, do you guys recognize that throughout the movie? Like every time she yeah, says yeah. something to him that upsets, that that's gonna upset him or whatever, and then she like puts her hand over her mouth. I, I'm literally doing that over the microphone. I don't know why because you guys can't even see me. Um, but and then he and then so they they had that rapport, and then he did it to her. And I could see how that could be creepy, but I could see the significance in that throughout the movie. Does that make a difference when I explain it that way or not really? No, it does. I mean, yeah, I guess I didn't pick up the hand um, metaphor there. or But I don't know. It still kind of was just – it was just a weird scene. Like it just was so – like I think it also was just so unrealistic. Like you literally just bought 
her business you are like coming with it was just like a weird transition and she also had a cold which kind of was like what? <laughs> no i think he was getting ready to tell her it was him yeah but he just wasn't there but he just wasn't there yet like he was he knew he had to tell her and he was trying to figure out the best way to do it he was setting it up yeah it wasn't going to be that scene i don't think so but i think he just wanted to test the waters no i think he i think he wanted to have a a, say i'm sorry sean go ahead do you think she knew in that moment that it was him that was messaging like I I, I, I I think I think that's when it crept into her mind a little bit and then I guess that makes sense with the ending line like I was hoping it was you but... yes yes and and then but there was another scene that really well wait so he he said he's setting her up the entire time when he's setting her up i think that's more creepy than anything it's just like oh i don't disagree he, he continues like... continue, he continues to do whatever uh, and 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 by the way a lot of the movies that we we've done on this podcast it seems like there are a lot of male characters that are doing in 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 like today's world seems very unsavory but like who knows what game is anymore and what's appropriate or not appropriate up to a certain point i i don't i i don't know i'm i'm not i'm not gonna it's tom hanks i can't 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 kill him um but um i have to say the power the power move he does is that scene before the scene before she goes to meet the guy and he's kind of he's kind of like telling her asking her to choose between him and the guy do you guys get that at all when when he goes, if I wasn't after Joe, if Grace I if Papaya. I after Grace Pie, which is fucking awesome, I should have brought that up. Greatest hot dog <laughs> shop in the goddamn world. I mean, did you ever have a first date at Grace Papaya? No, unfortunately. Oh, I'm just going. I'm going through all the places in New York. I'm hoping you'd have a first but date. At. Grace Papaya is the best. Oh man. Can I tell a story about about your brother Sharif at Grace Papaya? I know this is going on a, da- a tangent. Of course, <laughs> of course. This was in high school. I I bumped into Sharif at um. This is gonna sound mad corny, but it was a very profound moment in my life. Um, I bump into Sharif near Grace Papaya. I get I get some some hot dogs, and he bumps into some girls that he knows, and uh, he goes <laughs> bumps into a one girl that he knows. And then, uh, and then he's like chatting them up. He's, Sharif is very, very charming. You know, Sharif is time Tom Hanks times ten, and he's chatting, <laughs> chatting, chatting the girls up. And then uh, he's like, "All right, well, um, it's like it's good to see you." And he goes, "And you?" The way he goes, "It was very, it was very nice to meet you." And the girl was just. Oh God! You could have sprinkled fairy dust on her. Oh, she, she almost the knees almost buckled. And then you see fifteen-year-old <laughs> um, fat boy Mo eating a grace papaya with you know <laughs> mustard and ketchup, <laughs> and Sharif delivering that line. And you, it was very nice to meet you. I I saw her knees buckle. I was just like, wow, Sharif. And and ever ever since then, any any networking thing, just like you, it was very nice meeting you. So thank you, Sharif. <laughs> That was my that, that's my greatest papaya story with Sharif. That goddamn. Were you were you wearing the X's on your hands at the time? No, no, that, that was that was that those were during shows. That's that was a different time. The whole street edge. Yeah. 
Um, what's your great? I'm actually curious. What's your Grace papaya toppings? The the go to. Oh, I go, I go, I go, I I go. Uh, I throw everything on now. You got to go full board. <laughs> the only the only thing I might not be feeling like sometime is the ketchup. I'll go with the the kraut and and the mustard, onions, and the onions. I sometimes just feel like that, but like I'll go full on mess and I'll get it all over my beard and everything. So I usually try (laughs) to I try I try to do that solo. Uh, On on if I'm doing it like on a date, like where I'm like, oh my god, did you you know about Grace Papaya? Like walking around, like whatever. Like oh my, I don't know, I don't know what that is. I'm like, oh come over, like. (laughs) <laughs> I'll get a, a a more subdued dog. Like I'll I'll stick away from the the crowd and the um uh the crowd and the and the onions. I'll just go maybe straight mustard, just so it still looks cool. I'm not doing the ketchup. So yeah. What about it? What are you? Well, I like the pineapple, but if I'm if I'm gonna go pineapple's good, but pina colada is good too. No, you gotta go papaya. I mean, papaya is a classic, but the pina colada one is good. And I, I either do pina colada or papaya, and then my hot dog is always ketchup, mustard, and onions. And then sometimes if I'm feeling the crowd, I get the crowd. You go, you go full board. I can't see you doing the whole thing. That that's well, that, that skinny little stomach can't take all of that. What, you, what is it going to do? Trust me, it's a tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recipe for smelly breath. <laughs> Sean, have you seen her eat a hot dog? No, I've ne- I've never gone to Grace. You papaya. gotta go to. How could how did you not take it to Grace Papaya? I, that's after we were watching the movie. I was like, oh, that plate because it looked so good. I was like, oh, it's still there. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, I was kind of upset that I was never taken. Oh, all right. But then, he, but then I was trying to remember the price of how because I remember the the, hot dog the recession was special. Yeah, oh well, the special uh, well, was two fifty. Oh please! When I started, when when I was in high school, when Sharif almost knocked that girl off her feet, it was two dollars, and the hot dogs were fifty cents each. So uh, and then it started to go up. Yeah, slowly. a fat boy could really really do some damage back in the day over there. <laughs> do you remember when candy bars were cheaper? That like they're trying to pull the bullshit of a dollar twenty-five for a candy bar. It, it like I can do yes, it dude. Dollar. I know exactly what you're talking. Yes, they used to be 50 cents. It's I'm so angry at that. Like, it gets me out, out of principle. Like, I've gone to stores and they'll be like, Oh, dollar 25, and I'll be like, I'm good. Like, and the, people will be shocked. Like, because I, I look at you shocked because you're not gonna find the 75 cent I'm not looking for candy bar. There, there's no 75 cents. I can settle with the dollar though. Yeah, I don't know like, where like, the dollar doesn't exist anymore at all. No, I, it still exists, but it's 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 losing. It's like it's dying. Like it's sad. <laughs> all right, we're gonna start a campaign after this. <laughs> all right, guys, let's let's pull back into the movie. So the reason, I guess, the reason why I brought Sharif's um, line into it because Tom Hanks has a great line. That's when I think that she. It might be New York five one one five two for her. Is when is when he does the um. Uh, what was it? God, excuse me. Oh, like uh, I would I if I wasn't Joe Fox and you weren't um whatever from Little Shop yeah. around the corner, I would ask you to coffee or dinner, 
or we could rent a movie for happily ever after. And I'm just like, oh my God. That is yes, like yes. old school pimp line. Like <laughs> that was no, pretty that, that was pretty baller, don't you think? Huh? It's a good line. That was a good line. That would have gone you, Nermaine, for sure, right? Huh? Well, of course. And she was hyped for it, too. She was like, she came out with a good rebuttal, though. That was great. Her rebuttal was amazing. Wait, what did he say? It was something like, um, the only thing we we would. We could fight over choosing the movie, and she's like, she's like, that's a thing. Like, it's some, I forgot exactly what she said, but it was like, that's a dumb thing to fight. Like, I don't fight over the movie choice. Oh, yeah. Was she like, was like, and, and, and we wouldn't even do that. We wouldn't even fight over something like that. Yeah. But that That's some fucking bullshit, by the way, Meg Ryan. People fight over what fucking movie selection all the time back in the day. You don't even remember Blockbuster, <laughs> but okay. We're having, or getting forced to watch Hustlers. <laughs> exactly. Meg Ryan, what do you know about Hustlers? And he's just not that into you. You're lying. You're lying. People fight about it anytime. No, but that was that was that was almost a, Sharif. I think Sharif has that in his um, catalog of lines to use. It's really good. Um, so yeah. I think he used more. I, I but I think that's the moment where she realized it might be him. No. I. I feel like well, that's what I was wondering. Kind of sounds like that yeah. that that scene wasn't as significant to you guys as it was to me. I I don't think she was wondering if it was him. I think she was like, should I still even meet up with this person who stood me up? Yeah. When I have a good thing right in or not a good thing, but someone I'm actually interested right in front of me. Oh wait, no, I don't. No, she was all in on him. I don't agree with that. She was all in on New York five one five two to go meet him. No, she wasn't I worried about him um, ditching out on her again, was she? I think she had a change of heart after he bailed. And not even that. When they started running into each other, yeah. she was like, when they went to the farmers market on Seventy Second Street, and she was like, "Oh, it's actually kind of fun running into you." Like. Um, yeah, and I'll meet you over here tomorrow. I, I like this. Yeah, I think she was starting to feel like she, she was, was like, definitely feeling him at that point, but she felt committed to this other guy. I she was more committed to New York one five two than Greg Kinnear. She felt like she was cheating on on him more with one five two than than with with her her actual boyfriend. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I. Like that relationship was so weird too. Like it, just going back to what I was saying, it like it honestly, you know, now kind of like thinking about it, it almost was like they were just really good friends. Like her and uh, Greg Kinnear. Like it felt like they were just good friends, and they like he was just. Those, don't all them. relationships end up just being really good friendships? Not to be a pessimist. <laughs> like, honestly, doesn't that eventually just fucking happen? It just eventually becoming becomes your homeboy or your homegirl that, you know, you guys fuck once in a while. <laughs> All right, too much. All right. <laughs> this is why this is why I'm having this. This is why I'm having this uh, podcast. Maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. You guys are so young. What do I know? What do I don't know about young love anymore? Teach me. Teach me. You're pretty... You're pretty young too. 
I know. I just did twin twenty one when you guys met me, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, she they they meet up they meet up in the park. Brinkley's talking tugging at him. She said, "I always wished it was you." My real question is, when they're walking home, does she realize that he's been playing her the entire time and get mad at him? Like honestly, like. Hey, you've been stringing me along the entire time. Like, oh, you ditched me over here. Like, does it like click in? Exactly. Does it like click in? Like, yo, this dude is mad manipulative, actually. He did stand her up. I guess he sat at the table with her and spoke to her, but in her mind, she was being. Yeah, she's been played the entire time. He was was toying with her. I don't disagree that she wasn't getting played. Like, he played her, but he didn't stand her up he was about to say i'm this and then she insulted him and he was like all right time to go <laughs> no there wasn't a moment where he was gonna admit it at, at um he was gonna admit at cafe lala no if, if there was a time that he wanted to admit it is when he put her, his hand over her mouth and he was gonna I, I you could just tell he was holding back at that point I mean, if she was walking home, I would hope she would realize, like, this guy bought my business. He ran me out of business. <laughs> like, he played me this whole time. Like, wow, this guy's kind of a monster. Though his dog is cool. <laughs> Brinkley. Goddamn, Brinkley is awesome. Great dog. <laughs> like, need to say that. All right. I have to ask this. Or, uh, last question, because I want to wrap this up. Uh, biggest... Uh, biggest guy crush in the movie. Who's the hottest guy in the movie? I pick. Uh, I think I'm going with uh, the the young Steve Zahn, the 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 creepy um guy in the bookstore. I think. I love the bookstore staff. I love the girl who works there. Uh, that the that is my girl crush because I just think she is a freak in real life. I'm just like kind of feeling her for real. Like, ugh. I'd like to get to know her. But anyway, but, <laughs> how about you guys? My celebrity crush on the movie? Yeah. Uh, Nobody. If I only see her mean and her white claw, <laughs> that's the only one. Oh that means the, the only celeb crush because she's a celeb. Okay, you know what? This is, it's not even fun to do this segment with you guys. It's just like, I'm just going to Bragley. Bragley, the dog. That's that's my. <laughs> and Nermeen, you, you pick Steve Zahn? I picked the I picked the creepy librarian. Creepy librarian guy? Uh, and, and, and girl? I, Who's I the hottest? I the, the bookstore. Um, not the accountant, the the other woman. No, that's who we were her. talking about. Yes, that's the one I think is a freak. <laughs> I wasn't talking about the accountant, old lady. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're getting up there in age. <laughs> All right. Wow. Just, wow. Just kidding. Mm. 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 See you next Thanksgiving, Sean. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. No, uh, the other... I felt like she was. Um, She's cutesy. Cool. I guess Meg. Meg Ryan was. Meg cool Ryan too. is super cutesy. I love her. She's fantastic in this movie. She really is. She she's adorable. I mean, Tom Hanks was pretty cute too. Yes, but... yes, yes. He was. There, there. I just felt like he was charming. He was. He had that like charming handsomeness about him. Yes. 
I felt like they could have just given Meg Ryan's like character a bit more like I don't know like depth. It didn't feel like like they really focused a lot on uh, Joe Fox in that. No, they she talked about her mother. Yeah, and the whole thing, the whole thing with her mom. It was so True. sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They had just as much depth as as the other character. Right. It wasn't name. F O X. F O X. All right. Can we say that the the weird dancing scene like. It looked like it was superimposed. It was like terrible '90s editing. What what dancing scene? When she closes the bookstore and it sees. No, no I thought that was so adorable when she. The was ballerina like, stuff. Yes. No, no why I, is that I, weird? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, why couldn't? Because of the photo of her. No, I, I got it. In the store twirling. I don't think you just need to. I think you could have cut that out if it like her. No. Oh, but the whole thing is that her mother left her this bookstore and now it's gone. Yes, and now she's dating and her the mother's gone. Dude, there is she's a picture of her <laughs> that Joe Fox sees and he goes, What is that picture? And she goes, That's me twirling. Oh no, I remember. I just don't think you need to have that out. No, I think it was just to to show that she was like like basically her mom's legacy was kind of like that that nice happy memory that she had with yeah. her mom was closing. But doesn't that make it even like sadder and like more mo- kind of manipulative of what he's doing? That like in the end, it's like I got the store. He wasn't I being got, manipulative like, by buying the store. The store was just business. Him trying to get into his her heart was manipulative. Yeah. He, so, I technically, he didn't buy the store. The, he didn't he, buy the I, store. Well, he just opened up a business. Yeah. He didn't even know her when they started the business. Fair. She should be mad at Dave I mean, Chappelle. I, he was running the store. <laughs> Needless to say, I don't think Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks are still dating. If this is like real life, yeah, that was my la- That was my last question. Do they do they end up happily ever after? That's literally my last question. No, I don't no, think so. No, right? I think they broke up. They broke up because they're like, oh shit, we talk to each other all the time. We don't have to wait for the fucking email anymore. <laughs> I think she becomes a famous editor. Um, not famous, you know what I mean. Like, I guess I don't really know any famous editors, but a very successful editor. She realizes, like, I don't need Joe Fox. I'm like better than this man, and like leaves him. And he's like, Oh man, I'm living in my boat again. <laughs> That's, wow. Oh wait, then, do they move in together? Yeah, I think they move in for like a year, and then it's like. Oh, <laughs> Then he leaves. He he finds Gmail. (laughs) 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 Or Yahoo Mail, I guess, first, then Gmail. (laughs) No, no, I think it's Gmail that gets him. And then then the thing that fucks him up is G-Chat, because then he's talking to mad shorties at that point. (laughs) 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 But is he keeping the NY152? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I guess. I, and I also think um, he eventually finds Facebook. I mean, I feel like his character is kind of creepy on Facebook. I feel like he like is a big face- Facebook sharer. Like, he posts a lot of like shared posts. <laughs> okay, yeah. So once he finds Facebook, and that's when the creepiness really happens. I like it. Does he have a MySpace though? That's the real question. Oh, he's gotta have a MySpace. <laughs> I think he had them all. Shop Girl definitely had them all. Oh, for sure, for sure. 
Does uh does Greg Kennard though? Because he hated technology. Kinnear, sorry. Yeah, Greg Kennard. He's he's he's, <laughs> he's in the new Star Trek. Greg Kennard. <laughs> Greg Kinnear. Does he have uh, any his character? I feel like he. He's like I read the the Wall Street Journal or no, the no. New York he's, Times, and that's how I get my Yeah, I, th- I think he's still he's still on the typewriter for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. There's no there's no doubt there's no way that that guy is changing. He he definitely owns a Bose speaker though, and he's like the quality though you can't beat it. <laughs> Actually, the old guys do the Macintosh. You know what that is? That's like the best quality. All right, I'm not getting into this. This is stupid. Anyway. <laughs> the Macintosh speaker? There, there, it's, not, it's not Macintosh like Apple Macintosh. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. one of our clients. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. So the old, the old school jazz heads, they have the Macintosh is like the shit. Oh, look at you having it's Macintosh. Like it's the best sound system. It's the best sound system. All right, I I did not yeah. did not think you would know that. Okay, I'm sorry. I should have mm-hmm. known better. Yeah. Sorry. Does he only play vinyls? I feel like he doesn't even have an MP3 player. I, I don't. I don't know because they didn't go in depth about the music thing. I think he's more of a literature person, right? <laughs> For the observer, I, I, I think I think he has like stacks of newspapers in his house. I agree with that, and it'd be funny if he had a Kindle. I think that'd be like the funniest thing. That would like, be what a twist of irony. I think he'd be very anti Kindle because he wants the smudge of newspaper on his thumbs, <laughs> which is something. There's something very romantic about that. Okay, we got to end this, guys. We got to end this. We're we're, we're over time. Um, last question. Who who do you think has better lines? Um, Tom Hanks with that line about forever after movie thing, or Sharif with the uh, very nice to meet you at the uh, at the um, Sharif. Sharif, I think Sharif too. Sharif for sure. Sharif, you win again, man. You're just you're just crushing <laughs> it. <laughs> the reason why the reason why is because I can feel and picture that girl. Exactly. I exactly. It's like such I, a simple story, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying, right? You under, you and under. I know, you, that, I know the look Sharif gave her. Oh I know yeah. The tone of oh yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Anyway, um, guys. Being a good graces of Sharif, so you know. <laughs> oh, so are you saying that Sharif's your favorite? Thank you, thank you for clarifying that. So glad you answered the first question on the podcast. Thank that? you so much. You're great, 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 really great. <laughs> Um, guys, thank you both so much. Although it's like pulling teeth in the beginning of the podcast, but you guys, uh, you guys fired it up afterwards. Thank you. It was a, we were honest. nervous. Sorry. <laughs> uh, did you have, this was fun. Did you have a good time, Sean? You're right. I'm sweating bullets over here. <laughs> no, you're not. Be quiet. <laughs> no, no. It was, honestly, it was really, really fun. Uh, and it was good. I'm glad that we were kind of lock and step about a lot of the, uh, a lot of the a lot of the things that came up when I was watching it. So, so yeah, it was awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for keeping keeping Thank him you. single, Nermo. Thank you. Is the crown still on? You got your princess on. You still all right? Yeah, I gotta take it off though. All right. <laughs> I gotta, gotta, gotta get another claw too. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much. This was re- This really was fun. And um, 
guys, thanks for listening. And make make sure make sure you give us five stars because Nermeen's gonna shed a little tear if you don't. Okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Keeping him single. Peace.